good evening. You are tuning into another episode of And She Shall Be Called Woman. I am your host for the evening, Reverend Kathy LaFleur, and I am really excited about the Word of God for today. Um, Just a few little announcements, a few little adjustments in um, what God is doing for this particular broadcast. Um, Moving ahead, of course, we want to make sure that uh, you know that the show has been on for over one year now. So I thank and praise God for that opportunity to continue to bring his word to his people, to his women every week uh, for the past year in a few months. Um, We've made some adjustments with our time. We moved it from a morning show on Anchor FM um, to an evening show on Anchor FM. So we are broadcasting live on our Facebook page. We've added that in addition to recording for our Anchor FM, which also streams on uh, Spotify and Google Podcasts and also Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts and other streaming platforms. Um, But right now we are focusing on our live on our Facebook page and we're just excited about that opportunity. But we're just going to go ahead and get to the word because what I like to do is just to get in and get out, give you what God has given me just for inspiration for the day. Um, let us just go before the Lord in prayer. God, we thank you for this opportunity to come before your presence this evening. God, I pray for every woman that is listening and that will listening uh, under the sound of my voice. God, I pray that you will bless them and that you will keep them. Let this word be nourishment into their bodies, oh God. Let this word, Father God, refill and replenish them where they may be weak, where they may be worn, Lord God, where they be may be wounded. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will have your way in this broadcast. God, you get all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And so we're just going to talk for a moment. Um, We're going to go to Genesis chapter three, and we're just going to read a couple of verses in the message Bible before we get down into our lesson. Um, Genesis chapter 3 in the Message Bible. We're just going to read verses 1, 2, 3, and part of 4a. Amen. And so 1, 2, 3, and part of 4a. And it said, the serpent was clever, more clever than any wild animal God had made. He spoke to the woman. Do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, not at all. We can eat from the trees in the garden. It's only about the tree in the middle of the garden that God said, don't eat from it. Don't even touch it or you'll die. The serpent told the woman, you will, you won't die. God knows that the moment you eat from that tree, you'll see what's really going on. You'll be just like God, knowing everything, ranging all the way from good to evil. And so we're just going to talk just for a moment on watching out, watching 
out. So I know as a woman, there's one thing that I'm very careful and mindful about is watching. I'm always looking or I'm always observing things um, and just in my everyday uh, daily routine, daily activities. One thing that I can say for sure is that I'm always watching when people approach me. Um, it doesn't matter if they approach me in person or if they approach me by way of friends request or uh, inbox message or text message. I'm always mindful and watching out. I'm always mindful and watching out. So we have Eve, she's in the garden at this particular time and she's basically sitting there and she's approached by the serpent who the scripture describes as clever. And the scripture says that the serpent is more clever than any wild animal God had made. And the scripture says that he spoke to the woman. I'm always mindful and always watching out of people who will just approach me and just begin to talk to me. Um, not just talk to me, but what we want to recognize in the scripture is that the, the serpent serpent doesn't just talk to Eve. The serpent begins to go into a conversation about something that Eve knows, something that Eve has been instructed, something that Eve has heard, something that Eve understands. And so what the serpent does, he doesn't just talk to Eve. He begins to question. He begins to ask Eve questions. And, and the question that he asked her in the message, it says, do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden. And so you have to go back through Genesis in the beginning where God begins to give his instructions to Adam about the the, the trees in the garden and the tree in the midst of the garden. And, and there's no doubt in my mind that Adam gave these instructions to his wife. But here we have this clever creature who comes up and asks Eve a question. Well, what does it have to do with anything, Rev? Well, I just want you to understand something that is very important in your walk, something that's very important for you as leaders, as women of God. When the enemy comes and begins to question anything that you know that God has already spoken unto you, anytime that you're in a situation and you're just minding your own little business and, and someone comes up to you and they begin to question some of the things, oh my God, that they heard about you, some of the things that they know, some of the things that they've experienced, some of the things that they may have seen, and they begin to question. What I like to call that is that second voice. I call it the second voice because that second voice always comes out of nowhere and it begins to, my God, thank you, Holy Ghost. It begins to question what you heard in the first place. See, the, the God will give us instructions and he will give us sound direction. And what we will do is we will understand those instructions. We will begin to follow those instructions. We will begin to take heed to those directions. But somewhere along in the day, your, our mind begins to travel and our mind begins to wonder and our mind begins to question, is it really God that told us not to do this? Or was it really God that told us to do this? Was it God that told us to say this? Was it God that told us to, to, to go into this office of administration? Was it God that told us to accept this job? Was it God? It, it's always a question. And I want you to understand that that second voice is the one that's questioning what God told you in the first place. Always be leery. Always watch out for that second voice. 
voice. That second voice is the voice of confusion. That second voice is the voice that tries to come in and to basically tear down everything what you know, everything that you heard, everything, my God, that you understand. See, the devil, the Bible says that the thief cometh but to steal, to kill, and destroy. It says that that God, he said that I come so that you can have life abundantly. And so we see Eve in the garden and, and they have everything that they could possibly want. They have all their needs met. They had an abundant life. But here comes the serpent questioning my God and basically giving her promises and, and giving her an understanding of something that was not true. One thing that you have to understand about that second voice, that second voice is always a lie. That second voice, anything that's contrary to what God has already spoken is a lie from the pit of hell. Anything that questions, anything that tells you to doubt, anything that tells you to do something other than what God has told you to do is a lie. Anything that comes, anyone that comes in your direction and try to get you to shift, try to get you to move, try to get you to run, try to get you to fall back. And God has told you to push forward. God has told you to forge forward. God has told you to, to move in the spirit. Anything that comes contrary to what you have heard, God said is a lie from the pit of hell. And so there are three things that I want us to focus on in these particular uh, verses in the Bible. One of the first things I want you to understand that the Bible says that the serpent was clever, right? And so when you look at the word clever, it means wise. It means that he had his own wisdom. And, and so one thing that we have to understand is that although he used his wisdom, my God, this is why it's so important for us to, to have the wisdom of God, because the wisdom of God will not only give us insight, it will give us foresight. It will tell us, my God, it will instruct us. It will give us information as well as application on not only what to know, but what to do about what we know, how to apply what we've heard from God, how to apply what we know from God, how to apply what we've learned to God, learn from God in our daily lives. And, and so the enemy, he comes, he comes with his own wisdom. And so he says, oh my God, it says that the serpent was clever. So he was wise, right? He was wise in his own way. And, and he begins to speak to the woman, but not to talk to her, but to question her, to put a doubt in her mind. See, the enemy has these seeds that he tries to plant on top of the seeds that God has planted. He he wants to plant the seed of doubt into the, her, her mind and into her heart. So he says, do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree? This is what he says, from any tree, because he needs for her to specify which tree God really instructed them not to eat from. So he really doesn't know everything. Come on. He's not omnipresent. He's not, my God, he he's not, he's not God that knows everything. He's not all knowing and he's not all powerful. So he has to get some type of information from her. But in order for him to get anything from her, she first has to be comfortable enough to talk. She first has to be comfortable enough to doubt. She first has to question. She first has to ponder. She first has to think in her own mind. Well, no, he didn't say, and this is what she responded responds in verses two through three. She said, the woman said that uh, to the serpent, not at all. She said, we can eat from the trees in the garden. So he said, God, do I understand that God told you that you cannot eat from any tree in the garden? He made it specific, but she responds. She said, no, not at all. We can eat from the trees in the garden. It's only about the tree in the middle. Listen, it's only about the tree in the middle of the garden that God said, 
do not eat from it. Don't even touch it. This is what she adds. Don't even touch it or you'll die. And so then the enemy comes. He comes with his own words. He says uh, he comes with his own words, which is a lie. He said, you will not die. See, this is the enemy's words. God said to them that if they ate from the tree, that they would surely die. What the enemy understands, my God, he understands that it won't be a physical death. He understands that they won't die on the spot, but he understands that creation will shift, that it will take a devastating turn in the garden. He understands this, and this is why he comes to tempt. See, God doesn't tempt us. He tests us, but the enemy will come to tempt us, and this is why when you look down in the scriptures, it says that the woman, when she saw the tree, that it looked good to eat and realized that what she would get out of it, she she's lusting, she's looking, she's watching the tree. This is why I said you have to watch out. You have to be watching for everything. You, you have to be watching out for the things that will try to come and tempt you into doing things that God did not orchestrate you to do. And so the enemy, not only does he use his wisdom, he uses his own words and he begins to tell her, you won't die. Well, that's your word. But God had already gave them instructions that they would die. So not only can you not trust his wisdom, you can't trust his words. You can't trust that second voice. You can't trust the lie. You have to stand and lean and depend on what God has told you in the first place. You can't listen to that second voice. You have to hear the first voice. You got to go back and remember. You got to go back and reminisce. You got to go back and, and, and begin to think on the things that God told you in the first place. If God told you to build it, build it. If God told you to start it, start it. If God said, don't do it, don't do it. You got to remember what God said because the enemy, he's going to come and try to steal. He's going to come and try to rob you of your understanding of what God said. He's going to try to come and to, to, to steal from you. Oh my God, the trust and the faith that you have in God. He's going to try to steal your abundance. What is my abundance? It's my provision that God has made for me. It's everything, how he set up everything just to work effortlessly and to flow. And all I had to do was sit there, but here comes this snake. Here comes this serpent. Here comes this demonic presence in my midst. And what I did was I entertained him. I, I had a moment of conversation. I don't know who he was, but what I do know is that he was after something that I already possessed. What he tries to promise her is that they will be like God's. Well, <laughs> let me explain something to you. They were already like God's. They were already like their father. They were created in the image and in the likeness of who created them. They were already like their father, but he wanted to rob from them everything that they are. Why? Because he's nothing like us, right? And we were made just a little bit lower than the angels, but the devil comes and he's a serpent. He's crawling already on his belly in, in the garden and he's already cast out of heaven. So he has no way and no room to go back to where he came from, but he does have a place. Oh my God, he does have a place in the future. And so what he tries to do, he tries to set it up so that the place that he knows that he is destined to, that we can be caught up in also. But I want to explain something to you. The devil used his wisdom. He used his word, but let me show you the third thing that he used. He used his ways, right? He used his ways. He said, God knows, oh my God, that the moment that you eat from the tree, that you're really going to know what's going on. You're going to be just like God. He said, knowing everything raging, ranging from all the way from good to evil. And, and when the woman saw this, right, the woman saw the tree, she looked at it, it looked good to eat, and she realized what she would get out of it. This is his way. 
this is his deceit. This is his way of observing things. And so what the enemy tries to do to us, ladies, what I want you to understand is he tries to use his wisdom. He tries to use his words. He tries to use his ways. And he wants us to understand these things. He wants us to, he wants us to get in the presence of, of, of God and, and begin to question God. He wants us to not realize what we really have in God. He wants us to question the things that God has told us about ourselves. He wants us, right? He wants us to question the things that God has told us about ourselves. But I want you to lean and depend on Jesus. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings as eagles, right? They shall not be weary. They shall run and not faint. And so here we have our responsibility to wait on God, to trust in God, to believe in God, to lean and depend on God. And so what we can't do is we cannot question God. We cannot wait on God. We cannot be fearful of what God has called for us to do. We have to trust in him. We can't trust in that second voice. We can't trust in that voice that's trying to get us to doubt God. We have to trust and believe and know what God has already told us that we would do, where we would go, what we would be, what we will become. And so I just want to leave you with this just for a few moments. I want to leave you with wait. Just wait on them. And don't forget while you wait to watch. Watch out. Watch out for people who just approach you and start questioning what you're doing. Watch out for people who just approach you and try to tell you the things that they think that you should be doing other than what you're doing. Watch out for those people that try to come in and orchestrate your whole administration and change things up. Watch out. Watch out for those that come in and try to say, well, well do, are you sure you do? You, God said to do it this way? Are you sure that God said to do it that way? Watch out. Watch out for the people that always has to question what God is already giving you to do. Watch out. God wants us to be watchful, not only to wait on him, but to watch for him. And not just to watch for him, but to watch for those that come with that type of spirit. Anything that comes and questions what God has already said, anything that comes and question what you know that God has already said should be questioned. You should be questioning their motives. You should be questioning why they're in your path. You should be questioning, why are you talking to me? You should be questioning them. Don't allow them to question what you know that God has already given you answers to. Don't allow them to question the God that's in you. You don't have to respond to any of their questioning. You don't have to respond to any of their interrogation. You have to answer to God and to no one else but God. And so what I want you to understand is to watch out because the enemy is coming like a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion. He's like a roaring lion. And so the enemy always finds a way to come 
clothed with deceit. He comes trying to pretend that he's more than he is. He comes and tries to negate everything that you know that you are. We are made in the image and the likeness of God. And that's one thing he doesn't like. And so you have to understand that God knew what he was doing when he gave you the assignment that he gave you. Don't question it. Don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. Do exactly what the Lord has instructed you to do. Use godly wisdom in all that you do. If you have a question and, and you're con- you're not sure about what God said, go back to God. Go back to God for information. Go back to God for, for revelation. Go back to God for understanding of what it was that he gave you the first time. But do not listen to that second voice. That voice is a lie from the pit of hell. And sometimes that voice comes in our own voice. It's us questioning us. It's us doubting ourselves. But what I want you to understand is that you don't have to worry because if God gave it to you, don't doubt you trust him. God would not give you this if he didn't have faith and trust in you that you would be able to do exactly what he has assigned to your hands. God knows you. He already knows who you are. He already knows your shortcomings. He already knows your fears. He already knows your worries, but he still gave it to you to do. And so if anything, if you're going to doubt anything, doubt your doubt, but trust your God. Doubt your fear, but trust your God. Doubt your worry, but trust your God and don't let any stranger come up to you asking you questions that they don't even know the answer to. Go back and read that because the enemy said, do I understand this? That God said you're not supposed to eat from all the trees of the garden. When they have no understanding of what God has told you, don't give them room. Don't give them any conversation. Don't give them any time. Don't give them any space and don't give them any place. God said, trust what I said the first time because I will perform it until the end. I thank God that he has given us the scripture that says now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Why do I thank God for that? Because even though Eve sinned in the garden, even though Adam sinned in the garden, even though they got tripped up in the garden, God did not count us out. He still is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or even think. And so I will encourage you to trust God in this season, to lean on him for your abundance. God wants you to have more than you can ever imagine. God wants you to have more than you could ever possibly ask for. Your list is not too big. Your dreams are not too big. Your list is not too long. Your your visions are not outlandish. God says, I know exactly the plans that I have for you and they are to prosper you and not harm you. So I want you to be excited about the things that God has in store for you. But remember, keep watching out. Make sure you watch out. And when you feel something, when you discern something, when something seems a little bit off, trust what you feel. Trust what you know. Trust what you heard God say. Anything after that first voice is a lie. 
Let us pray. God, we thank you right now just for your word today. God, we thank you that we can trust you, God, even when we can't trace you. We thank you, Lord God, that we know that you are here for us and you have the plans for us and you know every plan is to prosper us and not harm us. We thank you, God, that we understand right now in the name of Jesus that your voice is the first voice that speaks to us. And God, anything that comes contrary to speak after you have spoken, spoken, God, is a lie. God, anything that comes to question what you have said is a lie. Anything that comes and try to twist us up, Lord God, is a lie. God, we will believe the report of the Lord. We know your voice. Your word declares that your sheep know you. They know your voice and another they will not follow. So we will not follow the voice of the enemy that tries us to get us to do the things that you have told us not to do. We will not even trust the voice of the enemy that tries us uh, to tell us not to do what you have instructed us to do. God, we understand that you have already spoken in our hearts for you knew us before the foundation of the world. And God, when we are uh, doubtful and when we don't understand, we'll just come back to you, Father, and ask for clarity. We'll just come back to you, Lord God, like Gideon did and said, make the towel dry, make the fleece wet, make the ground wet. God, if we have any questions, we'll just keep coming back to you because you are the answer. And not only are you the answer, but you are the way, the truth and the life. And we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Ladies, I pray that you have an awesome day. I pray that you will go out through this day and that you would understand that God is not only watching you, that he's working through you. Watch out for that second voice. Watch out for that enemy that tries to come to steal, kill, and destroy. But know that God has his hands on you and that he is in complete control. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I love you all. You can be a sponsor of And She Shall Be Called Woman. All you have to do is go to Anchor FM, click on the program, the latest broadcast, and click on the sponsorship tab, and you can be a sponsor of the show if you like. But I just thank you just for tuning in on these Saturdays for a brief moment where I can just give you what God has given me for you ladies on this day. May God keep you. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great Saturday.